love is friends to lay down his life for them. You are the only one who died for us. So we lift up, we lift up our voices. We adore you, Jesus. We adore you, Jesus. We adore you, Jesus. Thank you for the cross. 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 That we have boldness to come before you today. Lord, I answer your breath. We breathe on your word tonight in the name of Jesus. You will open our eyes that we will see the light behind your words in the name of Jesus. I said that the Lord will open our eyes this evening in the name of Jesus. With your eyes of understanding, be open in the name of Jesus. With your eyes of understanding, be open in the name of Jesus. And see every attack be open in the name of Jesus. Every blackness to the world, every resistance to the world.
3. We're going to read together from verse 8 to 14. Open your Bibles. See, the life will jump out of those steps and hit you. Open your Bibles. We'll read together. I will read verse 8. You read verse 9. I will read verse 10. And then when we get to 14, we'll read together. Keep playing. Keep playing. Keep on. Keep playing. Philippians chapter 3. Just how I want to see you. Just like, oh, how I want to see you. Philippians chapter 3, verse 8 to 14. If you are there, say, I'm there. If you are not there, say, wait for me. Okay, we are waiting for you. Philippians 3, verse 8. I want to see your face. I want to know your ways. Hey, I want to touch your grace. Hey. Ah. Lord, open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Fellowship. 
When we say praise the Lord, Job, what do you say? Ah, you, you, you know, yeah, thank you very much. Praise the Lord, Job. You can say hallelujah, Charlie, for those of you who don't know it. Praise the Lord, Job. Yes, we're going to talk just briefly for about 40 minutes or, or less um, about the Bible study. And the topic is that I may know him. Somebody say that. Come on, tell your neighbor with some conviction. Say that I may know him. And that was the 10th verse in the scripture we just read. That verse is too loaded. In fact, the scripture is too loaded. That I'm not going to take the phrase, the first phrase <laughs> of that verse there. Because he said that I may know him and what? Oh, I talk to me now that I may know him and what? Shout that power like power. That I may know him and what? If we are going to talk about the power of his resurrection alone, we will not leave this place. The Bible says that same power that raises Jesus from the dead, if that power dwells in you, what shall it do to you? Talk to me, eh? Ah, don't you read the Bible? What shall it do, sir? Thank you, sir. It will quicken your mortal body. So the things that you're, you're, you are limited by nature, by this mortality to do, the power of resurrection will do what? We'll make you do it. We'll take you above it. See, it's deep. So don't let's go there. Let us stay in that I may know him. I even pray that we're able to finish that alone. That I may know him. See, these things that our fathers and leaders have prepared is, is rich. There was, a, there was a couple of years ago, I had to send the Sunday school director a personal text that our Sunday school is almost like theological seminary. Some theological seminaries are not teaching what we teach in Sunday school. Our study in this, see, God has given us a good heritage in this church. Go back home, uh, maybe they make copies for us, go and read those things. They are deep. We can't finish it. We can't finish it. In this time, we can't finish it. We say that I may know you. But hey, I'm on page 28. If you have this pamphlet, or I think we have the copies. That number eight there. He said, Jesus Christ, the goal of the Christian life. If you understand that, see, in a football match, two 22 adults, grown-up men with children, are on a pitch chasing after one small ball. What is their aim? Talk to me, sir. That the only thing is that's the goal. Just the net. I don't care. No, it's good to play entertainment football. I remember at the stadium when, when Ghana beat us. I was there. Okay, they, they beat us. He paid me. Yeah, I hope you sir. He paid me because all of us were shouting, supporting the, the Super Eagles. They now won us. Ah, he paid me. So, now, the goal of every 60,000 plus people the only aim we came to stadium that day, sir. The only aim we bought, some of us trekked for how many, how many kilometers? Some people parked their car far away just to walk to the stadium and just watch some people score. That's the only, that's the only thing. Now, the Christian life, our only goal is what? Talk to me now. What did they write in that place? Number eight, there. Shout it to me. Jesus is our only goal. 
If you can get this right, this is like this is the formula. For those of us, I've left, it's, it's been a while I left school. I, I graduated in 2007. So I may not remember everything they taught us in school. So please don't, uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't mind me. But there's something we used to call almighty formula in secondary school. If I, if I don't remember anything in secondary school, I remember that formula. Uh, all these sort of okay people, what is almighty formula? Who can tell us? Children, uh, SS3 and B, uh, what class are you? You know almighty formula? Or do they still teach almighty formula? I'm just not teaching it. Maybe we are old school, Pastor Abi. Do, do you still do almighty formula? You don't do it again. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't do it. Who knows? Who can tell us what is almighty formula? Jesus is Lord. Nobody. Uh, okay, okay, man. Please, can you help us with the mic for him or her? You see now, they said that what a man can do. Yes, Jerry, talk to me. Plus or minus B squared. Square root of 2A minus 4 is equal to B squared. Hey! I've even forgotten. I've forgotten all those things. I thought it was not as long as that. Thank you very much, man. Now, that formula starts with plus or minus B squared. I mean, am I right? Now, if you made a mistake, instead of that plus or minus, you only put plus. And you get every other thing right after that B square, square root of whatever, whatever. And you just put just plus alone. Will you, under, will you get the correct answer? So when we understand the number one, the basis, the foundation, if we get it wrong, no matter what you build on that foundation, no matter what you build on it, it will be wrong. The foundation of every Christian life is to know Jesus. That is why People will now start telling you uh, uh, quotes, deep truths, supposed deep realities. Ah, when you deep, Rema, is a lie, sir. It's because you, if, you, if you are rooted in Christ, one dirty freeze will not come and tell you that that tithe is not in the Bible or is not for New Testament. It's because people are not, and when that happened, I just knew that we don't have disciples. Our disciples in most of our churches, the disciples are small. They will come and tell you that once saved, forever saved. Because they will still use the same scriptures uh, to, to support themselves. Or because, and I don't tell people, it is because the people that they are using that scripture to deceive, they don't read the Bible themselves. If you understand that the only thing, the only aim is to know Jesus. And the level at which you know him is going to determine the level at which he releases things to you. The Bible says um, um, they that believe in the Son of God, in Jesus, he has given them power. They that believe him, he has given them power to become the sons of God. If you don't know the power you have, the devil will beat you. The devil will cheat you. You don't know that you've been given the power. I was having a discussion during the week, and someone was, we're just having a discussion about uh, people cursing you and things like that. I told the person, the Bible says, I'm too blessed to be cursed. I don't even waste my time praying about someone that cursed me. Because it is written, it is in the word, that you, whoever curses me, eh, what will happen to him? God will curse him. So do I need to pray? 
It's a priest, it's an automatic principle. Whoever blesses me, so it is for your own good that you should bless me. Hello? If you look, those who know their God shall be strong and do what? Say that I may know him. I'm going to teach you seven cadres of intimacy. We're still on that A part, though. Just that A part. Maybe that's where we are now. We will just say a few things. And seven cadres of intimacy, knowing him. And the number of us don't pass cadre one, maximum cadre two. And there are seven. Maybe we take three or four because of time. We need to respect time. Cadre number one is the level of stories. What did I say? Talk to me. What did I say? Gideon was sitting on the threshing floor. The Midianites have showed them Pepe. The guy was sitting down and it was the angel came to him. They were having a conversation. And what was Gideon asking? Where is the God that our father said? A lot of us were at that level. Papa Lola did this. Papa Lola did that. Our father did this. Please don't get me wrong. Stories are good. Stories for your hunger to know him more. That if this can work for Babalola, if this can work for our fathers, then it can work for me. That is the that is the good part of story. But you can be in the level of story, eh? And the devil will still come and torment you in your dream. The level of story is where we hear about the things that are happening in so and so ministry. In 1930, in 1975, this happened, this happened, uh, this one happened. Level of stories. Stories. I heard about someone that did something. Stories. The Israelites knew the story of how God delivered them from Egypt. Yet, <laughs> the Midianites came. <laughs> they, 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 the Bible says the Midianites will wait for the harvest to ripe. Eh? That is when they will attack. Every power that is attacking you at the ripe of your harvest. I speak against them by the unction of prophecy. I say they let you go in the name of Jesus. So, level of story is where most Christians stay. And stories can only excite you. Stories, yes, will make you pray. Stories will make you want to know more. But you shouldn't stop at level of stories. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, when you get the level of story, a number of us move a little bit further to the level of principle. Level two is what? Level two is what? Level one is what? And level two is what? Genesis chapter one, verse five. If, if you read the whole of Genesis chapter one, verse five downwards, we was talking about creation. And God said, uh, uh, let, the, let there be night and day. God separated night from day, day one, day two, Principles. The principle of sowing and reaping is a principle. The principle of day and night. The Bible says, in as much as the heaven and the earth remains, was seed time, harvest time will still remain. Now, those are those are very good. But do you know what happens about the level of principle? We know one thing about the level of principle. Do you know? If a non-believer obeys that same principle. He will get the same results. If an unbeliever sows, sir, he will reap. Uh, hello? 
rain falls on the house of believers and on the house of Boko Haram. Sun will shine on the land of Isis and on the land of Israel. Principles are universal. But sadly, a lot of our churches teaches principles. We teach things that, we teach things that we learn in, in business school. Don't get me wrong, it's not, I'm not against it. Because I do teach some that some, some of the time. But that is not it. That is not the knowing him. And if you look at people who, who fit on that level alone, level of principles, they are only commanding the earthly realm. You don't know that as a Christian, you should command both this earth and the heavenly realm. But they teach you principles, and it will work because you are only commanding the earthly realm. Principle of love, sowing, and reaping. I heard a particular rich man in Nigeria that pays his tithes to, to a particular man of God. This rich man is not even a Christian in religion, but pays tithes because he knows. The principle of tithing. And that principle of tithing will work for him. So, if something can work for a non-believer, is that, do you think that's a level of knowledge that God wants me as his child to be? Now, this is the reason, or maybe another reason why I feel some of our pastors and our fathers teach principles. Because some, some believers also neglect principles. You are looking for a job. You don't submit your CVs. You are coming to church every day to pray for a job. Are, are you getting me? Uh -huh. So some, some believers go against principles. And you can't neglect principles. Yeah. Uh -huh. Go against principles. Yeah. I, I've heard someone that they are praying that the Lord will make them have the kind of conception Mary had. As much as I don't doubt that, but there is only one seed of Adam, or seed of woman, God promised. There is only one God do. Do you understand my point? The Bible says the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. The seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the seed of the serpent. It's only one seed of woman that will happen. That seed of woman has happened. Every other person that will be born on this earth will be seed of man. Hello, sir. That's the principle. Do you understand my point? So, maybe that is why some people focus on principles. But, sars and mass, principles will work whether you like, you love God, or you don't love God. That is why people can deceive Christians and say, after all, I've not done this. I've not been doing this. I'm not a Christian. I don't come to church. Yes. These are working. Because principles are universal. But I want you to get above the level of principles. Because principles only make you control the things in the earthly realm. And the Bible says, the Bible says, Thy will be done on earth. So which one rules? Let's look at let's, let's that. He said, Thy will be done on earth. So which means we are doing the will here according to the pattern that is it in heaven. So whoever controls the heavenlies automatically controls the earth. Believers that I may know him, you need to get away from that knowledge of stories, 
that level of principle. Number three, level number three, is what I call revelational knowledge of Jesus. Somebody say that. Come on, talk to me. I want you to say it louder. Say it again. This level of knowing Jesus makes you see things beyond the ordinary. How do you develop? Hold on. Yeah, I think it's battery. Can I guess? Can I know? It's battery. The battery is low. Revelational knowledge of Jesus is developed in the place of waiting. Let's let's read a few things from this pamphlet. Part B: the cost of knowing Him. The cost, the cost of knowing him. Part B. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Thank you. The cost of knowing him. That number one to ten. We're going to read it. Just read those points. Number one to ten. And you'll see that all is summarized into waiting. Let's read it together. Number one. Once we go. Number two. Put Christ before personal relationships. Number three, put Christ before personal comfort. Number four, put Christ's knowledge as the most valuable knowledge by studying the scriptures. Number five, prioritize prayer life as a way to communicate with him. Number six, leave it all for Christ and do the full of anxiety. Number seven, lose all to gain Christ. Number eight, live for Christ and his purpose alone. Number nine, live daily in obedience to him. Number ten, live daily for more of Christ. Those who develop a revelational knowledge of God do so in the place of waiting. Sadly, we don't teach waiting again. You know, I, I, I talked about the law of sowing and reaping. But in that same principle, eh, you don't sow today and reap tomorrow. I know a lot of us, I don't know, maybe some, some Abuja people have been to farm before. But I grew up in Lagos, so Lagos people have never seen farm. They think that orange is, is uh, orange comes from shop rights. <laughs> so they may not know. But if you've been, if you've been to farm, or so those of us who went to public uh, unity schools in those days, you know we used to have school farm. That will go and plant corn or something. You will know that aside the season of sowing and reaping, there's a season in the middle called what? Eh? Talk to me. Shout it if you know it. God bless you, sir. Between sowing and reaping, eh? There's a middle ground called waiting. That is what a lot of people are not taught. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. Let's sing together. Say, I don't mind waiting. I don't mind. 
mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. The Bible says, those who wait upon the Lord. They shall do what? They shall steal their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Watch this. They shall do what? Eh, 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 eh. Talk to me. After mounting up with eagles, what happens? Up now. You don't know Bible. Eh? Yes, someone is saying something there. Yes? If you know it, stand up. If you know it, stand up and say it directly. After that, after mounting up with winter's eagles, bless you, sir. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. How does a natural man run and not be weary? Hello? The law, the principles, this is the difference between the level of principles. The principle says that when you run, what happens? You get there. But this level is saying that you will run. Ha ha ha. See, 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 see. Let's go to when Jesus fed 5,000. And I, I was reading something on the internet today. And I think a number of you might have seen it. He said that a lot of us focus on the miracle of Jesus feeding 5,000. But we didn't focus on the miracle of Jesus talking, speaking to 5,000 people without the mic. But let's, let's leave that. The principle says that you should use mic to talk to. That's the principle. Now, the principle, look at what Jesus did. I don't want to talk about that mic and things because it's just messing my, my head up. Now, the principle, after three days, there's another miracle there said that people were, were, were waiting and being fed by the word for three days and they didn't go on. Do you understand? See, when you get the revelational knowledge of Christ, your mortal body dies. Flesh, flesh dies. You will start, you will, you will start controlling things in the supernatural. When Jesus said, "Okay, three days," if if they could buy food close by, if they be going to buy food close by, that God day they will say there, there will be an issue to say that. Oh yeah, let them say they be going to buy food outside. Let them go and buy food where they be buy food. So for three days they won't be eating, ah, and they didn't go on. Of his resurrection, quicken your mortal bodies. Quicken, quicken. It turns your mortal bodies around. You will leave the, the level of flesh. Level, see, when we talk about flesh, most of the time we talk about we think it is about sin. No, sir. Flesh. The Bible says about Elisha. Elisha has so much. There's something called the eyes of Elisha. We're going to pray about it before I take your questions. The eyes of Elisha. What did I say? Talk to me. What did I call it? Elisha, when his servant Gehazi went to collect those things for Naaman and he came back, Elisha was in the room. When Gehazi said, Bros, where are you coming from? Gehazi said, No, I was just here. What did Elisha say? My eyes followed you. My eyes followed you. See, beyond the natural realms, there was the king of, 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 of Syria was planning in his anything that the king of Syria was planning in his bedroom. Elisha would go and review the strategy to the king of Israel. And 
the king of Syria wanted to kill his guys, thinking that there is a mole in this place. And someone said, Ha, ah, bros, not like that, though. There is a prophet <laughs> in Israel that whatever you do in your bedroom, the guy is seeing it. Ah, somebody said, eyes. You think that it is only the people of, of your village that can put a mirror and monitor what you are doing? That is borrowed from God. Elisha will sit in his room. We see what is happening. That is a level of revelation. Revelational knowledge of Christ. If you, if you know him on this level, you will start controlling things spiritual. Mortal, see, the limitation of, of earth will no longer bind you. Let's go back to the story of Jesus feeding 5,000. 5,000 people were gathered and he was asking his disciples, what should, what will we do to feed these people? The Bible says he knew what he was going to do. Now, the disciples were working on the law of principles. We need to buy food. <laughs> yeah, they knew we need to buy food for these people to be fed. And the cost of that food is one year's wage. Annual salary of someone is what's going to feed these people. That is principle. But Jesus Christ is superior law. Ha! It's called the law of multiplication of bread. They didn't know. They were not functioning in that level. This is where stories come in. Our fathers, Apostle I heard he went to pray on the mountain. About seven or so of his proteges went with him. He now told them, You guys wait here. They bought bread, just a loaf of bread when they were going. Guys, just wait here. I'll just pray for a few moments and I'll come back and eat and meet you. But before I come back, eat this bread till I come back. That was what he said. Baba went there for seven days. Seven men ate that bread. They didn't finish it in seven days. Life. But man, men are looking for the principle that brings bread. They are not looking for the principle that multiplies bread. Ah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. The revelational knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. 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 So when you understand this revelation, I will, I will just I will close, I will close it because I want us to pray. And we have just about 10 minutes to go. When you have this revelation, other things, those two levels, the result of the two levels we follow. That was why Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these things you are running after. If you know him, if you know Christ in his trueness as Jesus, the Son of God, all these things that you are running after will follow you. There is a law called the law of gravity. That law says, and the Yoruba added that says, whatever goes up, in fact, an English added as well, whatever goes up must come down. But some people, the Wright brothers, they invented aircraft. Aircraft didn't, didn't delete the law of gravity. You won't say because an aeroplane is flying, you jump from the, jump from the, from upstairs and see, maybe an aeroplane is flying now. Me too, I want to, See what will happen to you. The, 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 the Wright brothers did not delete the law of gravity. 
but they invented a superior law called the law of aerodynamics that will make a big metal fly in the air. But that big metal cannot pass some places in the air. Some other people invented another law. Eh? It's called the escape velocity. If a, an object can travel at 40,000 kilometers per hour, it will leave this earth and will go to space where gravity no longer stays. What I'm saying is that the principles exist. Yes, the law of gravity is still there. But a plane has to travel at 300 kilometers per hour to fly. Some people came up with a superior law that we can make this object, a metal object. Have you seen a rocket before? Or seen a rocket flying? Big object, but we travel at a particular speed. If some people can wait on the law, and you will open your eyes and see these are the things to do, that you will, the laws of nature will no longer apply to you. That is when you will run and not be weary. And you will walk and not be faint. Sickness, you will stop praying about being healed. Because divine health will be part of you. Hello? It's, it will be normal that I may know him to know, to have a revelational knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. 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 One of the weapons of a man who has found Christ is hunger. I want us to thirst for the knowledge of God here. See, the Bible says God is light. I'll just share this and we'll pray. God is light. In fact, the Bible calls him Father of light. Those who have had uh, near-death experiences or heavenly experiences have seen that it's just light. You just see yourself as light going towards the bigger light. It's light in him. There's no darkness. Our body only light. But sir, watch this. This light, you are seeing it as a ray of light. But it's a pack of small, small lights. You, scientists will it's, it's small, small lights packed together. In science, that light is measured in quanta. So a packet of light is maybe one quanta, ten quanta of light. So the, the bigger the quanta of the light, the more illumination it is. So when you focus on God, when you wait on God, who is the father of light, he releases hundred quanta to you. You get that, that divine health. I got it. You wait on him again. He releases another thing. Supernatural natural job. Ah, I got it. He, so when you focus on God, that's why I say we know in part. The more you focus say, as we gaze on your kingly brightness, so our faces displays your brightness, ever changing from glory to glory. Who wants to take up that glory that knows the light of God? That Lord, release your knowledge. Release that on me. I want to move from the level of stories. Enough of me telling other people's stories. I want to move from the level of principles. I want to get a revelational knowledge of Christ. That is when you will become to partake of the things divine. Let's do it. That I may know him. That I may know him. I want us to Raise up our voices and just be raise up our hands and just be telling God I thirst for you.
I thirst for you. I thirst for you. I thirst for you. I want to start displaying supernatural. I want to start displaying supernatural. See, God has taught me software in my dream before. Software, computer software. Supernatural. You need to start experiencing. See, God will show you your question paper as a student in your dream. Level the eyes of Elisha. The eyes that see strategy. Some people are thirsty already. Some people are thirsty already. Raise your voice. Raise your hands. Feel me, Lord. Begin to declare. Feel me, Lord. 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 I thirst for you. I thirst for you. Enough of stories. Enough of reliable stories. Enough of reliable stories. In the cool of the day, you will hear the voice of God walking, voice of God, direction, specific direction. Some of you are going to hear words, instructions. Some of you are going to have a burden in your heart, burden towards purpose. We're going to lift up our voices and our hands again and say, Lord, I thirst for you. Feel me. Come on, lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. I thirst for you. I thirst for you. I thirst for you. I thirst for you. Oh, there's glory, mighty work in power at work in me, at work in me.
to live the stories. You want to have a revelation. Come out here. Come out here. Come to the altar. You want to have a revelational knowledge of Christ. Enough of stories. Enough of. I, I want to know. I want to start experiencing the supernatural. Come out here. Come out here. Come out here. Come out here. Quick, 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 quick. Quick, 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 quick. See. See. Your eyes are no longer yours. Your ears are no longer yours. You begin to hear mysteries. You begin to hear things that don't make natural sense. You begin to hear things. Raise your hands like a funnel. Say, feel me, Lord. Here we are, standing in your presence. Here we are, standing in your presence. Shekinah glory come down. Shekinah glory. Absolutely, can you rise up and shout one more time? Hallelujah. 